Your hosts, Jeannie Walters and Adam Toporek, are two of the most recognized and respected names in customer experience, and they've dedicated themselves to helping you improve your customer experiences. And now, it's time for Adam and Jeannie. So, Jeannie, imagine it's 1978, and Superman is flying around the world trying to stop Lex Luthor from blowing up the San Andreas Fault and separating California from the rest of the country. Sure, he had to go around the earth the other way. Exactly. He had to take reverse time. Mm -hmm. What happened if Superman didn't make it, Jeannie? Then Lex would win. Lex would not win. Everybody else would not. But (laughs) California would be floating out in the ocean. And I have a question for you, Jeannie. It's an important one for customer experience. If that had happened, would we need to make new maps? <laughs> I was wondering where this was going. <laughs> uh, yes, we would absolutely need new maps. Exactly, because when the landscape changes, you need new maps. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk today about are our journey maps even valid? Of course, they're going to be partially valid, but how valid are they? What do we mm-hmm. need to do? Because our customer journeys... And again, this is going to tie a lot into our last uh, you know, duo episode, which was 416. We talked about some of these issues. We're going to talk about it from the mapping perspective today because everything's changing, right? And yep. the maps have changed. And what do we do? How do we approach it? Now, one thing we do want to say before we get into this discussion, we do pre-record these. This thing is going to be, this episode is being pre-recorded. Uh, quite a few weeks out, and we realize that every week uh, things are changing a lot. So just bear that in mind as we're talking about it. We uh, know that the big principles we're going to talk about are uh, certainly going to be true a month from now or three weeks from now. However, uh, you know, it does possibly reflect, <laughs> you know, Jeannie, when you do media, it reflects the time in which you did it, <laughs> like the 20s. Uh, but now, since every day is a decade, that's uh, true. It will re- <laughs> reflect uh, 30 years ago. So, yeah, exactly. So, Jeannie, you know, you've got a map, you've got a course on mapping. I've done mm-hmm. some mapping as well. And here's the thing. We've got industries booming. We've got industries gutted and we've got industries waiting to see right? what's going to happen. Where, now, what are the state of our maps, Jeannie? Oh my goodness. So here's my take on all of this and not everybody's going to agree, but I think I your I journey don't. map, <laughs> if you have a journey map right now, and if you really understand the customer journey that was, let's say, you know, six weeks ago, um, that is the tool that you want right now. You want to use those journey maps to identify the places where all of a sudden your customers are going to have new challenges. Your customers have different obstacles. Your customers have different moments that will make them happy. Where can you exceed their expectations in today's world? If you already have that map in front of you, if you already have that tool at your disposal, you're so far ahead from where you would be if you didn't have any map at all. I need my Lex Luthor voice. Damn you, Jeannie Walters. Damn you to heck. (laughs) Well, I can't disagree with that. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The journey map is not some static document that just sits, right? It is a living, breathing thing, number one. Number two, it is a tool for gathering insights about Mm -hmm. your customers. It is not just a diagram of A to B to C. It is much more than that. And that customer understanding 
that you get from the journey mapping process and you know, evolution is so important right is so important right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would also say that right now your customers' lives have been totally impacted by all of this as well. And so using the journey map to really dig into, okay, how can we understand our customers in this moment in time? That's another way to use a journey map right now. But Adam, I think you brought up a really good point, which is that, you know, if California were no longer attached to the continental US, we would need a new map. We we do need new maps right now, but I don't think it's necessarily like, okay, now is the time to redo everything for this moment. I think it's more about what can you do to understand your customers, to create the maps that matter right now, to create to dig into those moments along the journey, to really make sure that you have that information, that you use these tools to gather those insights. So in some ways, yes, we all do need new maps. That's what's so confusing about all this. (laughs) Maybe we'll disagree here. I don't, so we'll, uh, let me define how I think of new maps. I don't think we need a new map per se. Uh, And the funny part is talking about California, like a continent, like splitting apart, like uh, (laughs) it would just split apart. Everybody'd be fine. Like nothing would happen. Like, sure. There wouldn't be much shaking or anything. Um, <laughs> it would just everybody be happy and healthy on both sides of the river, right? Um, so, yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, let, let's let's uh, maintain that fantasy for a moment. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the maps, the roads would be the same, so to speak, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the roads on both sides, there's a gap, there's a difference, there's a change, but the entire map isn't gone. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. Sacramento is still where Sacramento is. L.A. is still where L.A. is. Phoenix is still where Phoenix is. Uh, just floating a little bit. But, you know. Well, the, Phoenix is in Arizona. Well, no, I meant, the, the, I meant the other part was floating. <laughs> I still, just want to be clear. I knew you were going to. I'm sitting there like I meant the other part was floating. But OK, yeah, I know this was coming. But okay. so anyways, welcome to me in Jeannie's world. <laughs> but no, the, the point is this. It's not so much, you know, like you're going to start with a fresh mapping exercise if you've already done great, if you already have a good map and you've done a lot of that work. This is like, okay, we're going to need a 2.0 and we're going to need a living, breathing 2.0 because we may need another 2.0 three weeks from now. Yep. We may need a 3.0. Yep. And it's just using the map as a tool to go, oh, wait a minute. All right, and here's an example. I'll just do this off the top of my head, but think about all the restaurants that now or mm-hmm. doing pickup and delivery only. Yep. Right. They need okay. a whole new thing. Perfect example. But a lot of that map is still the same, so to speak. A lot of the backstage mm-hmm. is still the same. The kitchen, the prep, right? There's a lot of it that's mm-hmm. still the same, but there's a lot of it that's incredibly different, particularly if that restaurant did not uh, do those things before. Right. Well, and I also think that, again, we have to think about our customers in a slightly different way. We have to think about Okay, so they are not just swinging by on their way home from work, picking up a restaurant meal for their family. Yes, one hundred percent. They are. This is a this is a um, big decision these days. Do we order in? What are the safety measures we take? Do we go to the curb? Who's bringing me my food? What do we do when we bring the food home? How do we know it's safe? All of these things. And so I think that's what we should really dig into. If you have a journey map already about here's how we would handle, you know, food pickup, look at that with this new lens and figure out what can we do? Could you be more proactive about your communication? Could you share 
some of the procedures that you're taking to reassure customers? Can you uh, provide them with, you know, kind of like Amazon started doing with the drop-offs of here's a picture of the package on your porch? Um, could you... Yeah, for, forget could you share, how will yeah, you share? Could you Exactly, better. exactly. Um, so yeah, I think yeah. that's where these can come in really, and, really handy. And I've got a great example of that. It's funny, we weren't even planning on talking about this, but so one of the restaurants that's in my hometown where my uh, parents live, because they were, were picking up food. I'm like, you're picking up food, right? <laughs> um, but what they do is they have literally chair uh, chair service. They have chairs in the parking lot mm-hmm. and you pull up next to a chair. Yep. The person comes, drops the bag on the chair. You wait until they go back in. Then oh you gosh. get out and get the bag. Yeah. Which is brilliant. It's a really it smart way to do it. Uh, it so thinking through mm-hmm. those attributes, how do you maintain safety? And not just maintain safety physically, but mm-hmm. this is something we talk about a lot. How do you give them assurance? How do you understand, to your point, under, this is about understanding the customer, understanding the psychology of where people mm-hmm. are nowadays. If they want, you know, if they're coming out for food, they're taking a risk, they're mm-hmm. obviously either desperate in some way, shape or form. If it's, if it's nothing else, just, just get out of the house or get something besides uh, whoever's been cooking in the house right. food, right? right. Uh, there's something driving them to do that because it's mm-hmm. not just I'm swinging home on my commute because I don't right. feel like cooking tonight because I have seven or more hours of work. Exactly. It's really, uh, it's a different world. And I think it's important to lean into what we know about our customers and what we know about the journey for today and provide that that reassurance and those extra moments, right? Like everybody's looking for a little bit extra as far as understanding or communication or things like that. That's where, you know, you can really step up on behalf of your customers as well. So yeah, I think it's important. We we need maps 2.0, but a lot of us just need maps 1.35. Exactly. That's a better <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> 1.37 the next week. And, exactly. You know, like we have to adapt as we go through this. Yeah, it depends so, on your industry, but yeah, exactly. So really just remember in dynamic times, you must uh, execute CX dynamically. Yep. Yes. There you go. That's your uh, bumper sticker of the day, everybody. Boom. Put it on a pillow. (laughs) Well, we so appreciate you being here for us and being there for your customers. So thank you so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of C-Suite Radio, so be sure to check out all the great content at csuiteradio.com and csuitetv.com. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me, our journey mapping programs. Look at that. Uh, (laughs) All the... Online training, speaking, all that good stuff at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam DePort. You can find out more about me, my virtual keynote speaking, uh, virtual training, and of course, virtual dance classes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, not doing I, those. I'm signing up for that just to, <laughs> just to watch. You just want to record it like family with it. I yeah, know what your, your game is. Uh, <laughs> at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.